Hi, I'm Adrienne Schneer, Advancement Coach and Strategist, Lawyer and Professor, and you're listening to the Advancement Spot Podcast, the podcast all about academic and professional skills, strategy, and mindset to help you make big moves to achieve a life beyond your wildest dreams. If you're looking to accomplish more and take your next steps with supportive and experience-informed strategies, look no further. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Advancement Spot podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Schneer, and I am so grateful that you've taken time out of your busy day to spend some here with me. Today, what I'd like to do is talk about something that came up in one of our coaching calls for mastering academic applications. And let me just paint you this scenario. So firstly, big shout out to our mastering academic applications crew who are just doing the most amazing work. We come together and there's so much support, so much wonderful, thoughtful, intentional strategy going on for master's applications, med school applications, law school applications, and more. And I'm just so proud of every single person in our community. So just, I have to start out that way because it's just the absolute truth. And if you're listening to this and you're part of the cohort, you're doing great. And I cannot wait for our next coaching session. Our coaching sessions are my favorite time of week, both in the Success Society and in Mastering Academic Applications, and now in the Student Advancement Spot, which is our newest membership for university students who aren't quite ready to apply, but who still want guidance and support and strategy through their undergrad careers. And everyone is doing such amazing work. So back to the point of this episode, which is that I want to talk about something that came up. And the scenario was that one of our amazing, amazing community members has been, and like so many of us in this process of applications, has been working so intensely on their med school applications. and. Something that they said during one of our coaching calls was, okay, I'm going to do, you know, two more hours of work. And then as a reward, I'm going to do this hobby that I, that I sort of let fall to the wayside because of the intensity of the work that they were doing, the intensity of the school year, the intensity of just the, the busyness and the, in the, the, the true intensity of the work that applications are, including standardized tests, including their written materials, and all of the hard work and thought that goes into that, and so much more. And so what they said was that they were going to work for two more hours, but really the number of hours isn't the point of this. And they said, and then I'm going to do this as a reward. And... I thought that that was a really interesting sort of declaration about how they're thinking about what they're doing. I want to begin here by saying, and maybe this is, you know, akin to point first writing where, you know, there's, you know, we're, we're not building up to our final point. This is the point of this episode that we have to do things that we enjoy because we enjoy them, not as a reward. And I think that this is one of the most important things that we can 
give ourselves at any time in our advancement journey. We have to allow ourselves to enjoy the things that we enjoy. And this was a hobby where our community member was using their hands. So they were really, they were creating something with their hands. And we talked about the importance of using a different part of your brain than the part that you're using for the intensity of the work that you're doing. And we've also talked about that in a previous podcast episode, which we'll link below in the show notes. And I began to think as we unpacked this comment from them, this declaration, I began to think about why we think about things that we enjoy as a reward rather than as something that contributes to our overall productivity and our just enjoyment. And so there are a few things that I want to unpack here. The first thing, and this is really informed by a philosophy that I have and I live by both in my professional life and in my personal life. And as we know, and as we've talked about here on our podcast, your personal life and your professional life are really intertwined because we are the same person. And so we bring ourselves to everything that we do, whether it is in our personal lives, life or our professional life. And so this philosophy is something that I bring to my life. And that is that I don't believe that we should consider things that we enjoy to be a reward. And there are actually so many philosophies about this and so many schools of thought about this, both from the psychology world and relatedly also from the parenting world and how, for example, parents deal with food. You know, is dessert considered to be a reward? Are sweets or treats or whatever considered to be a reward. And I'll tell you that for me, they're not. They're not. And one of the things that is so important to me that I believe to be very important for development of little humans is that we have to be able to wire our brains in such a way so that we don't attribute subjective meaning to inanimate objects including food and activities. And I think that that's really important because the way that we treat food, activities, hobbies as a reward, the way that we treat these things actually wires our brains over time to have relationships with these things, whether it's food or something else, in ways that can be either healthy or unhealthy. And you know that here at Apply Yourself, we are 100% focused on healthy, sustainable, productive, thoughtful, intentional advancement. And the way that we think about things that we like to do, for example, our hobbies, is also informed by this same philosophy, which is that we don't assign meaning to things in terms of reward or not. Because the flip side of labeling something as a reward is that if you don't do whatever it is you say you're going to do, then you don't get the reward. And it turns into some form of actual punishment. So for example, if you're, if we think about, and I know that we're, I ended up talking about food as an example, but that is a big one. 
because so many of us have been exposed to at least the idea that you have dessert after dinner. And if you don't finish your dinner, you don't get your dessert. And for me, I I don't apply that. We have sometimes dessert with dinner. Or sometimes while I'm making dinner, we'll have dessert beef. And we don't even call it dessert. We call it what it is. Oh, you you see a cupcake. Okay. You want it? Let's have it while we're making dinner and enjoy it. And it's not about the thing itself. It's about the experience of cooking together and just enjoying whatever it is that that you want to enjoy, obviously within reason and within moderation and with moderation. But the point here is that I don't believe that we should be attributing meaning to these things like food or like activities. And also, like I said, if we are attributing this sort of meaning to these things, these objects, whether it's food or something else, what we're doing when we're not achieving whatever it is that we want to achieve, whether it's like eating dinner or working for two hours before you reward yourself with this hobby that you enjoy, if you don't achieve that, if you don't achieve the the object that is the reward, then it turns into this really negative cycle where you are punishing yourself. And here's the thing. Things don't always go so smoothly, right? Sometimes we don't feel like eating a certain thing for dinner. So we'll eat a little bit of this and a little bit of that, or maybe not that much at all. And sometimes that's just the way it is. If anybody's ever been around little kids, you know that sometimes that is the way it is, right? If you're studying for, and if you say, you know, I'm going to study for two hours, but you end up really having to take a break at one hour, you consider yourself to have failed in your pursuit of what is coming later, which is your hobby or whatever it is that you enjoy. Maybe it's that you know, if you work for two hours, then you're going to go out for dinner. You work for two hours and then you're going to, you know, start doing, you know, watch your show or whatever it is, or listen to some music, whatever. And then when you don't achieve that, it turns into a really sour experience and, and a feeling of failure, a feeling of not having achieved what it is that you want to achieve. And you end up not giving yourself whatever it is that you consider to be your reward. So I want to reframe this idea of the reward. If I do this, I'm going to get this. I want to reframe that in such a way that helps us be more productive, that doesn't punish ourselves, and in such a way that we can actually enjoy, and in such a way that we don't measure our productivity by the reward. So actually, right before I do that, what I want to do is also just add something here, which is that the amount of time that we spend on a task, that's not what matters. We can't measure productivity by time. And we can't also, we also can't really credibly and with reliability use number of pages as a method of measuring productivity. And here's why. And I have been in both of these situations where I have done this. Okay, I'm going to work for one more hour and then I'm going to do this, or I'm going to read 60 more pages, and then I'm going to do this, or even one more page, and then I'm going to do this. Now, here's the problem with that. If we rely on the on a quantifiable number of minutes or number of pages, 
what's happening is that we're actually using those pages or those minutes as a measure of productivity, which isn't always reliable. Because if we're measuring amount of time in pages, what happens if, for example, there's something that happens that we have to deal with, that is distracting for us, that we just have to deal with? What if there's an emergency? What if we work for the hour or the two hours or whatever length of time we say we're going to work before we give ourselves that reward? And what happens if something takes longer than we expected? And I have been in this situation so many times that I know that this information is resonating with younger me, and I'm hoping it's resonating with you too, because what ends up happening is you think that because you didn't you know, work for the full amount of time or you didn't read, you know, you read 20 pages instead of 40 pages or whatever it is, that somehow you didn't succeed, that somehow you failed, you're disappointed in yourself and you end up feeling like you don't deserve that reward. You don't deserve whatever it is. You may end up watching your show or doing that hobby anyway, but you're doing it with a sense of maybe a sense of disappointment in yourself. Maybe you feel discouraged. Maybe you feel insecure about the work that you did put in. The truth is that sometimes things take longer a lot of the time, if we're being totally honest, which we always are here. Things take longer than we anticipate. That is the truth for like 99% of things. Things take longer than we anticipate. And so it's so important that instead of measuring our productivity by number of pages and number of and, and number of minutes, that what we're doing is actually thinking constructively and intentionally about the time and energy that we're putting into something. The other thing that happens is that our energy fades, especially during high intensity times when our brains are working overdrive in overdrive and we want to achieve everything that we want to achieve. And so we just keep working, keep working, keep working, but our energy fades and you've been there, I've been there, where we read the same sentence six times and we still are like, what did I just read? It happens to everybody, right? It happens to everybody and anybody who's sitting there saying, what never happened to me, think, (laughs) think because I can almost guarantee you that it has where you've read something over and over and over again. You're just like, I'm just staring at words now. I am just staring at words. And sometimes we don't want to admit that because maybe it means that maybe you feel like you're not achieving what you intended to achieve in that moment, but it happens. So instead, the way that we need to be looking at this is that we are in a process. The process, as we know, does not always go smoothly. And we want, what we want is that feeling of productivity. What we want is that is to feel like we're moving the needle, to feel like we're actually making progress. And when we're in cycles like really intense academic cycles or even really intense professional cycles with, with workflow and deliverables, when we're working on applications, we want to just feel like we're making progress, but we have to make progress productively, intentionally, thoughtfully, And in a way that we don't have to go back and redo what we've already just done. And so many times when we place quantifiable numbers on things, like I'm going to work for two more hours or I'm going to read 60 pages, what happens is, okay, so you get to the two hours, you feel like you're suffering and you're struggling through the two hours and the whole thing feels like a nightmare. Or you do read all 60 pages, 
what sometimes happens is that you realize I haven't retained much of that at all. I haven't retained it. I, and even if you're not reading for retention, maybe you're reading for understanding, which is a form of retention, or maybe you're reading in order to apply to a critical analysis or something in, you know, an academic paper. It doesn't help us to have to go back and redo the work that we've just done, which is often what happens when we get into these sort of thought cycles of reward punishment. So the first thing we need to do is to reframe how we consider things that we enjoy. And this sounds really simple, but in practice, it's really hard, is to reframe the reward to something that you're looking forward to. Now, those are very different things. They sound very similar, but they're very different. And here's the difference, that a reward is something that you will deny yourself if you don't achieve X. Something that you look forward to is something that you're going to do anyway. And knowing that you're going to do it anyway is a really important nuance because you have made the decision that you are not going to punish yourself in your own journey. You've made the decision that you know that regardless of what happens at your desk or whatever it is that you're doing, regardless of what happens, you're still going to do that thing that you enjoy because We don't have to deprive ourselves of things that we enjoy because we believe that we haven't succeeded at something. That is a recipe for a downward spiral into self-doubt, insecurity, and misery. Now, stay with me on this thought for a second and just think through this with me here. If you look forward to something and you know you're going to do it anyway, so you've made the decision that you want to achieve X as your goal, maybe you do, maybe your goal is to get through a certain chapter before doing that thing that you enjoy. How will you feel actually doing the work, actually trying to achieve that goal, working to achieve that goal while you're working, knowing that regardless of what happens, you're still going to do that thing that you enjoy afterwards? Versus if you think to yourself, okay, If I don't achieve this, then I'm not going to do this thing that I enjoy. How does our mindset change in that moment when we make the conscious decision that we're going to do the thing that we enjoy anyway? And in my experience personally and also with my clients, when we have that shift in how we are considering something that we enjoy, we actually end up being a lot more productive and positive while we're doing the work. So I want you to think about something that you need to get done. Whether you have a deadline coming up in in academia, in your professional life, whatever it is, think about something that you have to do that is probably challenging, that you want to get done, and that you have been or that you are currently working towards. And I want you to think about something that you'd like to do. And I'm not talking like go on a trip, you know, this evening because you finished, you know, this or you achieved this goal. I'm talking something, you know, what we're talking about here is developing healthy habits and really structuring your day and your week in such a way that you have things to look forward to, which helps us to be positive and productive with our time and bring positive energy to what it is that we're doing. So I want you to think about that thing you've been working towards, that goal you've been working towards, 
or something that you have to do that you're not really looking forward to. Instead of thinking to yourself, okay, once I finish this, I'm going to do that. Think about it in this way. I'm going to work towards my goal. I'm also going to achieve it. And achieving it, as we know, may take more time than we anticipate, and that happens. So let's not be hard on ourselves about that. And so you're thinking about it, I have this goal, and I'm going to do this thing that I enjoy anyway. At this time, at the end of the evening, maybe it's part of your evening routine, whatever it is. And rather than punishing yourself with the prospect of not doing it, or doing it, you know, out of anger and spite because, you know, even though you didn't finish or even though you didn't reach your goal as you had anticipated, that you're not going to punish yourself by not doing whatever it is. And so I want you to take that with you and I want you to think about this and let me know how that works for you. Let me know how that changes your energy while you're working and let me know if it changes how present you are in the process. Now, this piece about presence and intentionality is something that I think you will feel once you're able to get over that reward slash discipline hump. And once you reframe the mindset to one of looking forward, I'm looking forward to this once I've finished working for the day. Maybe it's going to the gym. Maybe it's doing that craft that you enjoy with your hands, creating something. Maybe it's something else. Whatever it is, think about looking forward to it rather than only doing it if you achieve some quantifiable goal that you've set. Think about it in a way, I'm going to do this regardless because it's good for me because it is something that I enjoy and because it will help me to feel more productive while I'm working. It will help me to feel more present while I'm working. It will help me to be more productive and it'll help me bring a lighter energy to my work as well. So send me a DM on Instagram at applyyourselfglobal or send me an email to adrian at applyyourselfglobal.com, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E at applyyourselfglobal.com. And let me know what you think about this. Let me know if you've thought about it. Let me know how this works for you. And go ahead, you can have that dessert or whatever you call it, whatever with dinner. You can do it all. You can enjoy what it is that you're doing and get things done that you need to do at the same time. Thank you for sticking with me today and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Advancement Spot podcast. If you heard something today that helped you get one step closer to achieving the amazing life you want and you'd like to learn more about working with me, I'd love to hop on a call with you to see how we can help you. So follow me on Instagram at applyyourselfglobal and send me an email at hello at applyyourselfglobal.com. I'd love to hear from you. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode, leave this episode a review, and share this episode with somebody you think needs a boost of inspiration and actionable tools to help them succeed. Thanks for joining me and see you next week.